I feel sometimes we look down upon ourselves and what we've achieved or even where we're at in our lives because we're always trying to prove that we're better than others. How about we become conscious that we're running our own race and that the only person we're in competition with is literally ourselves. And hey, at the end of the day, everyone is really just figuring it out. Welcome to our doubting, or at least trying to. Welcome to episode number 10 of the Figuring It Out podcast. <laughs> We're actually on episode number 10. It's episode number 10, bro. That's, that's crazy. I know, I know. I know, time, time has flown by so quick. Yeah, it's been 10 weeks already. Yeah, 10 episodes. That's, that's something worth celebrating. It is. But we can't really celebrate because uh, well, stuck indoors. Well, yeah, there's Attempting that. to social distance and do all of that jazz. There is all that. Yeah, but it's important. It is. It's very important. It is. Um, I think one of the things we have to really say is we did promise our listeners to say we'd have a part two of yeah. last week's talk. Yeah. I think there was a lot of discussion that <laughs> <laughs> a lot that erupted from that. But uh-huh. we're going to save that. That's still going to come on the way. Definitely. Um, so be on the lookout for that. But today we're going to be talking about something different. Yeah. Uh, but before we go to that, actually, we didn't introduce our names. Go for it. <laughs> We've become so at home <laughs> with the people. So Tell me about uh, you're it. with myself, Gareth. And myself, Emmanuel. Yeah. Um, I don't have a cool podcast name. It's, it's just Gareth. <laughs> Same. I mean, you're a Manza guy. All right. There's that. I mean, I'm used to that. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, so one of our listeners from Lilongwe, um, his name is David Manguana. Hi, David. Um, Abdi Day. Yeah. <laughs> So, so he asked a question to say, and that was after listening to episode number seven, where we we're talking about the lockdown, the almost lockdown that we had. Yeah. And the question that he asked is, do you think that Malawi should be put in a lockdown or should we try build herd immunity? From what I've heard, locking down people helps the country to flatten the curve, but Malawi's healthcare system probably already can't cope anyways, even if we try to flatten the curve. Um, mm. So I guess his question is asking... Lockdown or not lockdown? Yeah. Um, so I think the simple answer, um, the oversimplified answer that I can give, I don't know, Emmanuel, perhaps you can chip, pitch in as well. Yeah. Um, is that I think definitely we do need to put in um, strict measures to reduce um, any potential spread of coronavirus, uh, considering the fact that, you know, there's, there's lots of, it, 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 it thrives on close contact with people. Mm-hmm. Um but what I definitely also can say is that what lockdown would be in a place like the UK or the United States would probably look very different in a place like Malawi. I mean, I guess considering the, the socioeconomic frontier, mm-hmm. uh, we've got very unique situations. A lot of people um, living in you know small small housing spaces with a with, with a high population density inside. Right. So we need to really consider how we're gonna place those measures. So I think it's very. Mm-hmm contextual dependent but definitely need some restrictions what do you think yeah i think i share your views that uh, lockdown looks different um in every in every country and i guess we just have to take the measures that work best in our situation yeah yeah exactly 
But yeah, no, thank you so much, David Manguana, and keep on being a listener. Thank you. <laughs> we appreciate it. Yeah. But today we're going to be talking about something, something interesting. My yeah. Beard, my, my beard's coming back, by the way. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I saw your post I the can, other day, I like day fi- 12. <laughs> I can finally walk around in the streets. Like, with no mask. <laughs> with no mask. <laughs> Honestly, like, oh, it's, man. it's become a part of me. But anyways, something very interesting popped up on my Twitter line a few days ago. And you wouldn't know because you're still not on Twitter. I wouldn't know, but <laughs> go for it. I know I have you for that. <laughs> so recently... Um, Jeremiah Chienda, and for those of you who do not know Jeremiah, Jeremiah Chienda is um, a rapper, Malayan uh, rapper, um, also goes by the name of Lee Wu, and he posted this the other day. He said, are you sure you're Malawian? It's not a compliment, guys. <laughs> it's not. It's not a compliment. Yeah. So so that, that was his views, essentially, to say that you know, if somebody stops you in the street or wherever you're at, and they ask you the question, you know, with, with, with this... Puzzled look. Yeah, this, this puzzled look that, are you sure you're Malawian? What does Malawian look like? Yeah. And so, so he's saying that that is not a compliment. So maybe let me ask you, Emmanuel, have mm-hmm. you ever had a moment where someone has asked you um, that question to say are you Malawian? yeah definitely okay. A- okay. actually 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 not not so long ago i okay. think i was um making a presentation somewhere yeah and i think after i was done uh, it was one of those things um so mr munitator you <laughs> actually went like that so mr munitator yeah are you are you malawian and i was like yeah, yeah, this was like in front of like a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there were like a few other people. I was making a presentation in front of I think ten, a group of ten, maybe twelve people. Yeah, and yeah, uh, this lady who was basically chairing this thing was like, "Well, I, so are you? Are you sure you're Malawian?" And then she asked. Uh, <laughs> In fact, she asked, how long have you been in Malawi for? Oh, okay. I, I, I thought you were going to say that she asked you, how long have you been in Malawi for? No, 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 She asked me, how long have you been in Malawi for? Okay, and okay. I was like, what do you mean all my life? <laughs> yeah, so I have had that question and she wasn't the first. She wasn't the first. Yeah. Have you? Would, would, would someone really ask me that question? <laughs> okay, now, now play. Um, so I think this was back... <clears throat> Um, back in like college days, and it's it's, it's the most recent thing I can remember. Mm. I mean, it's happened it's happened before. Yeah. Time yeah. So I was talking to a group of people having a, like a conversation. Mm. And it was like a bunch of us, and I forget what the context of the conversation was. Yeah. But at the very end, I remember these two people were walking away, mm. and they literally stopped, looked at me. Gazed at me in, in in my eyes like with this <laughs> bewildered excitement, ex, ex, excitement, excitement, yeah. excitement, and you know they the pitch down and I'm just wondering like okay what what are these people about to say what are these people about to say <laughs> right. and they're like um, are you Malayan I'm like uh, yeah <laughs> and they're like but your English is so good and then you know what okay, do you wait, wait, no, no, wait. so hold, so hold on so hold on so in that moment. I was like, oh, thank you. Yeah. And, you know, a little bit chopped and everything. But the moment they walked through, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> what do you mean? What? Like, it, it, it re- like something snapped in my mind. Uh-huh. I realized, wait, does having good English equate that you're not Malayan? And also hmm. does having, quote, unquote, poor English, whatever poor English means, does that mm. mean that you are not 
Malawian, and you right. know, we we posed the same. Um, the same question on Twitter. Yeah. Like I said, you would know that, but you're not on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I'm glad I have you. <laughs> yeah. But the vast majority of people, when, when we did ask that question, to say that, have you ever been questioned whether you are Malawi or not? Yeah. And the vast majority of people said yes. And a, a good 20, you know, 17 to 20% said that they've never been asked that question. Mm. Um, but some people did drop in their comments. And, you know, we, we got comments such as this. It said, um, you can probably read some of them as well. It said, yeah. uh, one person said, one example was at work. I was in an international organization, I think just like yourself, <laughs> and the only woman of color. Uh, not only that, I, I was African and spoke the best English around after my you know, um, colleagues. Yeah. Uh, nobody understood. They asked if I was sure I was African. And then if, if, if I was really Malawian, because I should have sounded at least... Um, it, you know, and then this person mentions a country, and I'm not yeah. going to mention that country. Yeah. And then the other the other comment was that you know, growing up and going to a mixed school and being told I don't speak Malawian enough. Mm. Again, what does that mean? Mm. Mm. Um, being mm. told when I sing, I sound international. I'm not local, local enough. enough. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's here's the other comment. Not only do I get, are you sure you are from Malawi, but also. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm supposed to read that. So, but yeah, yeah, that's funny. So, so to translate that into English, it also means that are you sure that you grew up in Mzuzu? Yeah. Anyways, yeah. I'm going to let that, that <laughs> piece funny. of air blow. That's funny. Uh, the other comment says um, Yes, I get asked that all the time. Due to my height and the way I speak, um, they say I have an. Uh, a Western height. Yeah. Uh, therefore, I cannot be Malayan. Hmm. I mean, there, there is the old age myth. Uh, I mean, I've heard this in the context of men to say that Malayan men are short. But Which is true. And we are. Hearsay, hearsay. <laughs> um, so either I'm from the Western world or East part of Africa. Mm. Um, but why do I speak good English? Those good are the English. questions yeah. that this person yeah. gets. And the last one? Um, in reference to something the Dean... Okay, am I supposed... Yeah. Okay. Um, accent, apparently. I think that's the beginning. Uh, accent, apparently. Or in reference to something they deem inherently Malawian that I missed out on doing or growing up. Yeah. So I think this person's trying to say that um, based off the way they speak again. Mm -hmm. um, and also, they, I guess people around them, their community felt that they missed out on the Malawian um, experience and I think yeah. I think there's been one common running theme in all of these things is the way you speak because mm. how somebody sounds really tells you a lot from I guess where they come from right it's 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 really interesting because again when, when you put all these things in context mm -hmm. it, it it gives the underlying thought that perhaps each individual who is posing such questions mm. has a set definition in their mind or in the framework of thinking mm. of what a Malayan person is. is. Right. Now, Emmanuel, let's say if I was to ask, or not even ask you, or to tell you to say that, bruh, you are very Malayan. <laughs> How would you feel about that? Well, in, in my honest opinion, yeah. I'd catch offense. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'd catch offense. And because I think we're talking we're talking about this um, yeah. off air and it's because a lot of things that have to 
that show or portray a Malawian culture in its most typical sense yeah. are sort of mediocre to an extent. Okay. So a lot of things in the Malawian context are considered less than. Okay. So if somebody was to say, Oh, Emmanuel, you're a typical Malawian, yeah. I'd, I'd catch offense to that. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I should not catch offense Even to that. Even though you shouldn't catch offense yeah. to that. Yeah. Because it's who you are. Exactly. Now, I'm trying to think, um, because, again, when I think going back to the tweet that was initially put by Jeremiah Chienda Li Wu, mm. um, asking, you know, posing the statement to say, if someone says, are you sure you're not Malawian? We often take it as a compliment. Compliment, As exactly. a good thing. And to be honest, I mean, to each his own, right? Everybody yeah. speak their truth. Yeah. I mean, I've had moments where, when somebody has said something to that effect and it has felt good. Mm -hmm. It has felt that, oh yeah, like, I don't want to be described as, as Malawi. <laughs> not me, you know? Um, but I think it's, 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 the older I've become, I've, I've realized that that is problematic it is. in it of itself because it um, shooting down the arena of you know being Malawian mm. or everything that you know surrounds and equates to being Malawian that essentially is um, is who you are. It is. Um, is who you are. It is. Now to to then begin to negate that mm -hmm. is really killing someone's. which I was, you know, like battling to really ask you this, yeah. um, this question was to say, how would you, okay, how would you define a Malawian? That's, that's actually a very difficult question. Yeah, I know. That's, that's why I'm finding it so difficult to <laughs> yeah. ask you. Because, yeah. Yeah. How, how would you define a Malawian? It's, it's a very difficult question. And to be, to be honest, I'm speaking uh, from a personal perspective yeah. and honestly, I don't know how I can define a Malawian. Okay. Yeah, I just I just don't have the words for it. Yeah, I mean it's I remember that was in the year and I think this was probably the first time um, for me to have like the cascade of thoughts around oh, this. Yeah. Um, I remember it was 20, 2016 um, I had traveled out of the country for um, for a conference and there was different um, you know, national representatives yeah. from sub-Saharan Africa. Mm. And it was a conference for a number of days and it was happening in Namibia. Mm. Now, those, like I said, those different countries from sub-Saharan Africa which were being represented. There was yeah. South Africa, um, there was Lesotho, I think there was Swaziland as mm. well, there was Zimbabwe, Zambia, uh, Botswana, Namibia yeah. obviously, and you know, just all the different SADC countries yeah. um, representing. And, you know, as, as part of, you know, the activities and everything, there was mm -hmm. a culture evening where each country had to display um, what is intrinsically from their country. Yeah. And, you know, we had an afternoon of, you know, preparing and, you know, I, 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 sat, I, I sat around the hall and just observed, like, the different groups that were clustered across. Yeah. And I could see what, like, Zimbabwe was doing. I could see what South Africa was doing. Um, I could see what Botswana was doing. Very clear, very mm -hmm. distinct, mm -hmm. um, you know, normatives, very distinct patterns and ways that you could tell that, you know what, this, this person is from this country. Yeah. Um, 
And it even reminded me of another scenario, which is similar, where other countries had to come in and, you know, in that place, was, yeah. you know, countries, people from Nigeria. And we, we all know that, you know, West Africa has got a very strong, distinct presence. Yeah. But then when I was thinking about my country, and again, this could just be my own ignorance and my yeah. lack of knowledge. Yeah. I was trying to think what distinctly, you know, signifies us as Malawi. Mm-hmm. Um, what's, what's in our dressing? What's in our food? What's, what's in our aura that says... You know, I, I sniff Malawi from this person, from yeah. this group of people. Yeah. And you know, we apart decide... from singing a song in Chichel. Exactly, and, that, and that's and that's what I was going to say. That yeah. part of our presentation was um, we did a poem, um, and we we sang a few songs, which are um, you know some some local songs which are Malawian, and we sang them in the vernacular. Mm. But even when I was singing, I was thinking through my to myself to say that. You know, just because I'm singing this song in Chichewa, does that mean that this is an intrinsically Malawian yeah, thing? Yeah. And then it hit me to say that I think, and again, this is my own personal take. Yeah. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts. I, I, I really do genuinely believe that sometimes, mm-hmm. as Malawians, we have an identity crisis. I think we do. And I was going, yeah. to, I was going to ask you that, do you think it's because we're overtly westernized um in the sense of that you know people go somewhere else and immediately they take up that culture and when yeah. they when they come back to malawi it's it's as if you don't know this person you don't because know this place and everything completely transformed yeah i mean i think westernization and globalization is is one aspect of it yeah but i also do think that part of it is not having deep enough roots Mm. And again, that's probably me speaking from the 1%, 2%, the urban side of, right. of the country, because there's a whole there's a whole percent of, 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 of the nation, right? And, yeah. You know, but what I do think is that, number one, our roots sometimes do not go as deep. Mm-hmm. So because we are, quote unquote, exposed right. to modernization right. and more urban ways of doing things, and again, being exposed to Western patterns and normatives um all this stuff um i don't know contributes to yeah to who we are to who we are and, yeah. and, and we're, we're trying to we're trying to strive yeah. to um to be better yeah so i think it's also coming from a place where you know maybe you're the first person in your family to like you know quote unquote make it into the city mm-hmm. and where you're coming from it's really associated with struggle and everything yeah so you know, when, when you're out there into the more urban arena and mm. stuff, um, not that you're not struggling. Yeah. Um, but again, because your number one influencers tend to be some of the more Western things. Yeah. Um, when somebody then comes to say, you are very Malawian, mm. but you've strived for a long time to speak good English. Well, yeah. You've strived for a long time yeah. to present yourself in a very global, international way. Mm. It comes across... As an insult. As an insult. And it comes across <laughs> as being offensive. And I think, as you said, um, I, I read somewhere, somebody posted on Twitter, I'm not going to quote them exactly yeah. or, or say what they said, um, but they said something to the effect of, you know, sometimes when someone does call us Malayan, the train, of, the train of thought behind that word is, like you said, mediocrity. Yeah. And perhaps that's based off their experience hmm. and their worldview of what they have seen hmm. um, in Malawi and maybe just dealing with people from Malawi. So when, when you have an identity crisis and when you're not wanting to be 
identified with your roots mm. because you're trying to build up an image that is more global, that is more quote unquote successful, whatever that yeah. means. Yeah. Um, you end up not really knowing who you are, and, and it's it's a it's a confused, watered down mess. Yeah. And uh, yeah. speaking of of roots, like I just when you were speaking, I just yeah. went back um, to my my childhood and. Yeah. Uh, even even my parents, um, they'll they'll be like, you know what? Um, speak English more, you know, like I think we all went through that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like all well, all the cartoons that we watched were all in English. Yeah, and um, the stuff like that. Even like going to school, like there, there was a fine for like when you spoke Chichewa or something. Exactly, like that. it was it was uncool Ex- to speak exactly, Chichewa, which least, is yeah. which is bad. And to take it even further, I think. Um, I remember I'm from the northern part of Malawi and I've yeah. got like um I had some uncles and aunties that would, would come home and they'd constantly like question my parents that why don't you speak to this child in the native in Tumbuka so. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And honestly they never took them seriously, even though I was interested in learning Tumbuka at the time. Yeah, but it's just not something. that everybody from the north speaks, speaks Tumbuka. There's I've, a whole I've, host of different languages. I've, I've, been told, I've been told never to assume. Exactly. There's yeah. particularly Amgonde actually, not yeah. Tumbuka. But yeah. <laughs> See, I just did it just now. Exactly. But then it's one of those things yeah. where it's like, okay, you you're not even identifying with that. Yeah. And yeah, yeah that's just something that maybe we need to to work on. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think I think it really comes back to redeeming who you are, because I really do mm. generally believe that wherever we're placed, wherever you know God has placed you, whether it's here or in another part of the world, yeah, it's very intentional. It is it's very very intentional. It is. It's part of the framework. It is. Um, and you were talking about yeah. Moses. Maybe you could just yeah, wrap exactly. It up so, with that. so like, if you think about like, um, uh, like Moses, he he was someone who. And, and this Moses is like the Moses from the Bible, right? Yeah, yeah, of yeah like Bible Moses. Yeah, so he was someone who was intrinsically um, Hebrew, yeah, by birth, right? Um, but however, he grew up in the Egyptian system, um, and I think you can probably equate that to the third culture kid concept, which mm. Linduay talked about a few weeks ago yeah. um, when she was talking about why she came back to Malawi. So that's someone who is intrinsically one. Um, nationality but grows up in another nationality and space yeah. so he grew up in an egyptian system uh but you find that you know and as much as he was getting like you know the egyptian education and he was knowing the egyptian way of life but every time he met someone who was a jew someone who was his fellow hebrew yeah. kinsman his fellow hebrew person something within him ticked yeah and he started to see how like you know at, at the time the egyptians were you know oppressing um, the the Hebrew people, mm. and it was because he related with his roots. It's because exactly. he related to his identity. Exactly that set his course um, to do the thing that God wanted him to do, and exactly. to 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 help the people out. And I think for why this is really important for us to understand in terms of just like our identity. Um, I mean, identity is made up of so many different facets mm-hmm. and, and parts and pieces, but if if you negate who you are, right. um, that you that we that all of us we mm. are Malayan, whether you're Malayan, South African, American, British, that is the framework of who you are, and that right. is also the fuel of 
even you figuring out this path and exactly. um, you figuring out bits and pieces of your, your purpose and what you're meant to do and what you can contribute um, to this world. Because when you don't know your identity and when you don't know who you are, um, culturally, nationally, and, and on so many fronts, um, spiritually, just everything. Yeah. Um, it really does. Uh, you can end up like for me that time when I was, you know, to told to like make up something for, for the country, and you know, end up looking lost. Yeah. Or, not even just looking lost, feeling lost, feeling lost. Wow. Um, yeah, feeling lost. Yeah. Um, you know, the other day I was watching this documentary. Um, where I think was was it was it Oprah Oprah Winfrey was interviewing J.K. Rowling, no, okay. the author of the Harry Potter series. Okay, and you love those. I love those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love those. Um, I was told not to read them as as a kid, but <laughs> <laughs> for obvious reasons. But anyway, go yeah, on. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I still read them. Yeah, I, I love those books. Um, yeah, so um, J.K. Rowling quoted Dumbledore. Um, mm. So Dumbledore is uh, is one of the characters in Harry Potter and Dumbledore said something very interesting he said that you know the happiest man is the person who is able to look into the mirror and see himself as he is right and accept himself or right his, or herself right and it reminded me of something which was even in like Robert Kiyosaki's book Rich Dad Poor Dad where he talked about um, how in Japan they have this ancient proverb right that talks about you know the three powers in the world mm -hmm. um, the jewel the sword and the mirror, mirror. Exactly. And I think we've talked about this before to yeah. say that, you know, the, the jewel signifies like money and wealth and, you know, just how that can help you um, pull through into, into, into the world and everything. And the power of the sword, um, you know, strength. weaponry and strength. Exactly. Yeah. But the power of the mirror was the last thing mm. that he said. Um, and that's the power of self-knowledge. Yeah. Of knowing who you are. Exactly. Um, self-awareness. Self-awareness. You know, yeah. I personally get so embarrassed when I meet um, you know, expatriates who know much more than me about, about, Malawi. about Malawi, who mm -hmm. who know certain, you know, richness and depths uh, of our culture, of yeah. our versatility, of our diversity. And the, and there's just so much. Mm. Um, and again, maybe it's because, you know, when you're, when you're a tourist, you want to like really get to know a lot. Yeah. But, you know, we all have our flaws and, you know, our, the things that we don't like about mm -hmm. our country. Mm -hmm. But there's also good. There's a lot of good in our country. There's a lot of good. And I think if, if, if you heard the song earlier, that was by, you know, KBG and Dali. Dali Beats. Yeah, Dali Beats playing in the background. Yeah. You can follow KBG at KBG on Instagram. <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. <laughs> and, you know, in that song, he's talking about, like, you know, as the hook says, I am from Malawi. I am, I am from, from Malawi. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to attempt. <laughs> Don't embarrass say, Yeah. And you, you, find, you find that, you know, he's taking this concept of mm. trad. Exactly. Uh, I mean... Embracing the yeah, typical Malawi. The typical Malayan. The, yeah. The, the, the trad. The person who may not have, you know, the best... See, I'm at English, yeah, high school. You know? Yeah. You may not have the... Yeah the high school English, whatever that mm, means. Um, mm. You may not have, you know, the, the, the latest fads or everything, mm -hmm. but that's not what makes you um, malign. And he, he talks exactly. about a whole host of things. Exactly. Um, and, and I love that, just being proud that you say, you know what? I am from Malawi. I am from Malawi. I am Malawi. I am Malawi. And also, like, you touched on a very yeah. good point, I think, when you're talking about uh, the mirror effect. Yeah. 
um i think it's important that a lot of a lot of us like self reflect on yeah. who we are as people just going in the where mirror where you come from as well where, where you come from yeah. as well just going in the mirror you know standing there and looking at yourself and are you happy with what you see yeah and yeah just try and take it from there just being tuned with yourself being tuned with the moment yeah exactly and i mean i understand that we're very progressive um progressive world in a very progressive era but there's really nothing wrong with looking back to see where you came from exactly um, everyone's in Oahu yeah everyone's in Oahu my, my my dad loves to take us um to the village yeah um, so we're from Chinji yeah yeah I'm like I, people don't believe that but like I'm, I'm sure of my tribe Yeah, uh, I love being at your place <laughs> so I can hear your dad speak. He's got that richness. <laughs> yeah, and you know, every once in a while, just to go back, said, okay, so this this is where this is where we came from. Mm. This is the this is the roots. This is the heritage. Yeah, um, and I think that's very good because it helps you shape where you're going to go exactly. tomorrow. And exactly. I'd probably like to finish on this to say that you know what? And I wrote this other day to say I'm, I'm really looking forward to a time where. the narrative will change yeah where when somebody says malawian standards it will mm. no longer be a benchmark for mediocrity exactly but it will be a benchmark for excellence 100% you know so how malawian are you exactly um, uh we would like to hear from you guys um what has been some of your experiences why do you think people Why do you think you why do you think I why do you think all of us get offended when someone calls us malawian what what's right. what's the current current narrative and how can we change that uh, exactly. drop your views at gareth the punga um that's on facebook instagram and twitter as and, well as and you can find me on instagram at manze underscore guy yeah and also figuring it out malawi page on instagram facebook and twitter and you know we didn't have the lockdown hack at the beginning but at the end yeah. um you'll be hearing a song uh by eq and maya Uh, that's Rodney Msuku and Mayosa Mazengera titled No Hugs No Hugs Yeah so part of the social distancing if you have your loved one uh No Hugs <laughs> Well listen to the song and put in your views All right. Yeah till next time guys Till next time guys Bye Hey you you're going to be okay going to be okay Texted me hello Now we're moving on a fast bus And I say I have to go But you're still blowing up my FaceTime And you like my every post When I throw it up on Insta Throw it up Throw it up Yeah I miss hearing your voice but you still call me in your daytime In your daytime I ain't got no hurt but I got mad love.
send me hello Now we're moving on to Facebooks And I say I have to go But you're still blowing up my FaceTime It gets crazy, but we ain't getting lazy Yeah, we be tasted, but love is amazing Yeah, all this distance, but you my baby Yeah, ain't no distance, girl, you my baby Don't forget it, sanitize, sanitize. Hey yo, I'll be your handsome tizer. <clears throat> I mean, your handsome tizer. <laughs>